Hey everyone. Hey guys. You're listening to What the Buff, hosted by me, Noah Cliff, and Tessa. We are an all-America podcast about all things Buffalo. Today, our guest is Lauren Hare. She's a member of the Queen City Roller Derby team and a fellow Buffalonian. Let's get this thing started. All right, hey everyone, thanks for listening to our second episode of What the Buff. Uh, like I said, we're here with Lauren Hare, a.k.a. Kai La Ren. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of confusing if you don't see it spelled out, but Lauren, tell us about that nickname. What does that mean to you? Well, I like Star Wars, so when the I was going through boot camp, which is where you learn how to skate, you learn how to skate safely, you get all that kind of stuff, everyone's trying to decide what their derby name should be and kylo ren was a cool character in star wars my name's lauren i spell it k-y-l-a-u space r-e-n yeah, see the, i don't know i was trying to go for the pun <laughs> go for the star wars theme at that point i felt like it was a little risky because we didn't know how the saga ended and i was like what if he becomes like a weenie and yeah. like it's not? I mean, scary he's pretty anymore. much a weenie. Well, yeah. Okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. A cute weenie. A cute, yeah, and a str- Adam driver. And, yeah, and you know <laughs> he still has like the force. I guess he's still like scary too. So it's yeah, it worked. I, it still works. So is that something with roller derby? You all have a nickname. It's like this, like your your derby how you persona. Get, your you derby get name. put into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not everybody. Most oh, okay. people do though. Yeah. I mean, I know people that will do volunteer just so they can have the name. Yeah. So there's non-skating <laughs> officials where you don't have to learn how to skate. You can just go and volunteer at the games and help with scorekeeping and help with penalty box timing and things like that. And they all, all have their derby names too. So it's definitely a draw to the sport. Right. <laughs> so it's the Queen City Roller Derby team. And so is are there other teams in Buffalo? Or is that you are the only Buffalo team? Okay. It is a little confusing. So Queen City Roller Derby is the league. Oh. There's actually five teams. I should have known that. You shouldn't have known that. I didn't (laughs) explain it yet. There are five teams that are part of the league. And so there's three home teams, and we only play each other. And I'm just on a home team. I'm on the Alley Cats. There's also the Saucies and the Devil Dollies. So we play each other, and then every at the end of every season, one team is the champion the home mm-hmm. team champion we also have a an a level and a b level travel team so the a level is the highest level they compete internationally and they're ranked i think right now 26th in the world out of about 500 teams so it's really good we have an a team usa skater who's our coach right now wow. well their coach right now not my coach the <laughs> the lake effect furies coach and then there's also the Sub-Zero Sirens, who are the Travel B team, who go and they play lesser-ranked teams, mm-hmm. I guess, is how you describe it. So, yeah, five teams. There is another roller derby league in Buffalo, though. Interesting. They are not part of the Women's Flat Track Derby Alliance. So the Women's same way like with— Flat Track Derby Alliance. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wiftada. Wiftada. <laughs> um, yeah, so rolls off the tongue. So the Wiftada— sanctioned leagues we have to follow a certain amount of safety protocols like i said i went through boot camp and i had to pass a a level of assessments so that i was cleared for contact and then cleared to join a team Mm -hmm. so things like being able to 
have someone hit you and you absorb it. And whether you fall or not, like if you fall, you fall in a controlled way and you can get back up safely. So there's that safety aspect, but also things like footwork and being able to weave in and out of cones in a certain amount of time and being able to turn around and skate backwards. So there's a lot of different skills so that they know you're safe on your skates. Whereas uh, the Renegades, the other league, it's you strap on a pair of skates and go. (laughs) And there's a lot of rules every year. Wift It Up puts out new sets of rules to make the safety higher, to make the gameplay more fair, things like that. I'm a ref also, so I keep up to date on those pretty well. And there are so many rules. Last season was the first one they implemented a rule where if there's any forceful impact to the spine area, uh, it's a penalty. Whereas wow. in the past, it was only basically if you hit someone hard enough to knock them down. Mm-hmm. So someone who's... 120 pounds going and hitting someone who is 220 pounds, they're not going to make them fall down as easily, but it really could still injure their spine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we it was realized, like, that's not okay. And we want it to be a safe sport. So things like that, whereas Renegades, it's it's a completely different way they play the game too. But, yeah. Wow. That's insane. Well, that's good. So you won't get – as many injuries and bruises. Yeah. Well, no bruises. You still oh. get. <laughs> so what I, like I said before we started, all I know about roller derby is uh, Whip It, the movie. Right. That's what it's called. Whip yeah. It. Oh, yeah. I forgot. About what, what exactly is roller derby? How long has it been around? If you know the history of it, but like what? Yeah. What well, actually is it? Whip It is actually a different, again, a different type of roller derby that's called a bank tracked roller derby. So that's like when it goes up and it looks like you're in a bowl and you're skating Mm -hmm. around up on the walls, sort of the banked track. So uh, women's flat track is what we play with Queen City Roller Derby. And that is on, like it implies, a flat track. And it has been in Buffalo since 2006. The okay. founders watched a uh, A and E special called Roller Girls and was like, "We gotta have this here." <laughs> cool. And we started off up at, at Rainbow Rink in Tonawanda, and then when Riverworks was in the planning stages, they reached out and said, "Like, this is a cool thing. If we made a roller derby track actually in the concrete as part of the facility, oh, that's would you want to use is. it?" Yeah, it is. Huh. Th- it was the first. Well, I don't know what fact check this. It was the first time in it was the first time there's ever a roller derby track made in the concrete in North America. Like it was the first one. So Riverworks. Riverworks did like that did purpose. that did it on purpose and that hadn't happened before. A lot of times it'll be sport court that they use tape on or wow. I've literally gone into a mall before and there was like an abandoned store in the mall that the roller derby My uh, group in that area rented out. They put sport court down and taped it off. So we, were, I like was like, am I in the wrong spot? There's like a food court and I have all my stuff. And I'm like, did the floor feel different when you were in the mall compared to yes? Riverworks? Sport court is horrible. You never want to skate on that. Polished concrete's really nice. Mm-hmm. The downside is we all are from Buffalo and we understand <laughs> that cement will crack. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, potholes. And yeah. oh my gosh! And despite the fact started. that <laughs> yeah, Riverworks is indoor, but that there's the exterior facing wall right there right, because yeah, that's so what, it's easy so for it to the, just yeah, it does crack. So when it does crack, or like is it just a little jump now in the middle of the track, sometimes, or do they fix it? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they do try to seal it off, but it's never the same. But case in point, potholes. <laughs> right. By the way, really hard to fact check 
that fact. Okay. I was like, first concrete roller okay. derby track in the United in North America. Okay, like, well, <laughs> like, it was like regardless, it's extremely <laughs> unique, and it's so it's one of the only places that has a designated track, and it's one of the only places that's at a bar. Most places, yeah, that's really yeah, cool. that, yeah. So people love it. People like. Teams that travel to Buffalo have so much fun, and they're like, "This is so cool! I've always wanted to do it. I can't believe you actually have a bar here!" Mm-hmm. And wow, yeah, it's fun. Buffalo. So, yeah. what's like, what's your position, or like, what's the what's the goal? What is your goal going into a game? What are you like? Oh, I gotta do more of this this game. I gotta. Okay, so there are going to be five skaters from each team out on the track at a time. Okay, four of them are blockers, and one of them is the jammer. So the blockers are on defense. And the jammer is on offense. So at all times, the teams are playing both defense and offense. Mm-hmm. The jammer's goal is to get past the opposing team's blockers. And the blocker's goal is to not let the other jammer get past them. Okay, okay. So there's a lot more strategy involved than just mm-hmm. that. But the idea is the four blockers will be trying to catch and hit the other jammer out of bounds. Because if they go out of bounds, they can't come back in front. So you'll hit them out of bounds or you hit them down and you just get it so they can't get past because you're literally just in their way. So there'll be three or four people just skating. Like you try to go to the right and they're like, nope, we'll go to the right too and block you. Mm-hmm. And so then they're out. They'll be So there's 10 people, I guess, out on the track at the same time. And then the jam is the segment of time that you play and they can go up to two minutes. So the way it works is the first jammer to get past all of the blockers gets lead jammer status. So then she can decide this jam is over whenever she wants. So a lot of times they, we try to be a little bit more gender yeah, right, neutral. Right, right. I apologize. The no, skater can gotcha. call it off whenever they would like. Mm-hmm. So they get out of the, the pack. That's what it's called. They get past all of the blockers. They have to go around the whole track once. Then once they do that, that's called the initial pass, and they can start scoring points. Points are scored for each blocker of the opposing team they pass. So a lot of times what the skater will do is they get out, they get lead jammer status, they come around and they pass between one and four of the blockers and will call the jam off early so it doesn't go the full two minutes so that the other skater gets out later and gets zero points. So it's like, oh, we got four points, you got zero. And then all those ten skaters can come off and ten fresh skaters can go back out. So it's the same way as, like, you see the team switching a lot in football. Like, the defense goes out, then the offense goes out. It looks like that almost in roller derby. Like, this line comes out, then this line goes out. But, in fact, it's all going to be defense and offense. They're all playing the same positions. It's just really hard, and you cannot do it for 30 minutes straight. You would die, I think. (laughs) I like that it's, like, in spurts, though. I mean, that, yeah. that's cool. I like because you can kind of give it all in that little amount of time. And it's not really like a sim and a thing, but it's like a quick, quick movement thing. Exactly. So, I mean, jams can be 35 seconds sometimes right. up to two minutes, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Two minute jams are horrible. It doesn't sound long. And then you're there and you're like dying. I made a face and then I remembered you can't see the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been doing it for like quite some time now. How long? I started in February of 2017. Okay. So almost three years. So um, why, like, how did you hear about roller derby and why do you want to join in? Nice transition. So I <laughs> was working at a company called Social Yeah. We, it was based out of West Seneca. It's a very Buffalo-centric group, and it was founded by Kevin Evanetsky. He 
is a very entrepreneurial entrepreneurial spirit. So he decided, want to know what Buffalo needs? A social media marketing agency. Mm, so he started okay. it from the ground up, from wow. his living room, and he would get clients and we would manage their, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We did email marketing, all that kind of stuff for different groups that were mainly based in Buffalo. But there was one, uh, there was a bowling alley out of Phoenix, Arizona, that I was doing the Facebook for. And once a month, it'd be like, come join the roller derby team, because that was their sponsor, and they would have their after party at the bowling alley. And I was like, so once a month, I kept seeing, like, join the roller derby team after their game. We're going to be bowling together. And I was like, do we have that? Like... (laughs) What is roller derby? The same thing. It's like, I don't know what any of this stuff is. So then on a whim, I was like, oh, I'll look into it. And I saw that their boot camp had started like a week or two earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder how often do they do that? I mean, I don't have to commit or anything. They just <laughs> started. So I email them and was like, hey, I saw your boot camp just started. When are you doing the next one? I'm just curious. Like roller derby seems cool. Mm-hmm. And then they emailed me back. This was a Thursday afternoon. Want to know what? Just come Sunday. Make sure you fill out this form that for, like, safety things. And I was like, uh. <laughs> and then I was like, I got to put my money where my mouth is, I think. I can't just be like, I was kidding. I wasn't. I'm not interested. I'm not coming. Right. I felt like, you know, I thought I was asking, like, a completely no strings attached question. Yeah, and they then they're like, no, you're here. Yeah. You got to come. They're like, if you're not here, we're going to track you down. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. And I showed up. I didn't tell a soul. No, I told my husband, who was I was dating at the time, is the literal only person I told. And I was living with three other people. And I was like, because if this doesn't pan out, like, how do you explain like, oh yeah, roller derby? Yeah, I tried that. <laughs> I never did sports. That was not my... <laughs> Tessa knows. Tessa known me my whole life. She knows that I'm not. Yeah, we're, cool we're though cousins. that you just yeah. kind of got yeah. thrown in. Oh yeah, sorry to interrupt. That they are Tessa and Lauren yeah. are cousins. That we're is the related. connection. That's why I know her very yeah. well. Yeah. That's why she's here with. Well, that's not why she's well, here with yeah. us, but that's why it was easy for her to come. Yeah. So yeah, I get started on a whim. I never had skated <laughs> before. <laughs> I'd so never funny. done sports before. <laughs> that's really cool that you just got thrown into it though, and that you've been doing it for three years. Yeah. And, like you can share what it's about because I feel like. There's probably not a lot of people that know anything about it. I no. mean, maybe I'm just, maybe I just don't know, but. No, Whippet is pretty much a lot of people's uh, yeah. understanding of Derby. <laughs> and I'll, like, I'll, I just imagine from that movie, just like people throwing each other and like getting into fights and stuff. <laughs> I bet it's, there's like you said, there's like strategy and oh yeah stuff like that. So the only time I've ever seen someone slap someone in roller derby I was refing a juniors game. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So the juniors games are 10. Well, you can join when you're eight, but you can't play on the travel team till you're 10. So 10 to 18 year olds. Wow. 10 to 18? Yeah. It's a wide. That doesn't sound fair. No. It's a very. (laughs) That sounds awful. Yeah. There are very few 10 year olds that make the (laughs) travel team and this and that, but like eligible. Yeah. Yeah. Still though. Like the physical difference between a 10 year old and an 18 year old. There was a. You have wrist guards on. She just slapped a girl across the face. And I was like, oh, my gosh. There was an ejection that day. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, Lauren, are you from, are you like from Orchard Park where Tess is from? Or are you from this area? Or like, what's your relationship to Buffalo been throughout your life? So, I grew up in Eden. Oh, that's right. Eden. I knew that. Yeah. 
I went to my mom lives in uh, North Boston. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah. She probably you, that was probably in Eden School District then. Well, it's not like I didn't grow up there. Oh, she lives, she there, lives now, there now. But oh yeah, my, you're Syracuse. My stepdad, uh, his whole family lives in Hamburg, and you, like you know how the, you know like the East Eden Hotel or Motel or I think it's hotel. It used to be called the Ham or the the Mumbach Hotel, and that was that's my stepdad's family. Oh. So every time we're like in that area, he's very, he's a very interesting guy. He uh, he goes around to people and he's like he'll tell this story. He's like, so as the oldest son of the oldest son of the oldest son, <laughs> I am technically the prince of East Eden. And he'll like say this. To, he like said <laughs> oh it when God. we were in the bar one time, and people were like, uh, we don't care. Anyways, you're from Eden. Yes, and I didn't know I was in the company of step royalty. So oh my gosh. <laughs> East Eden step royalty. Step royalty. Oh my God. Now I'm getting a little nervous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, grew up in Eden, went to school at Geneseo, SUNY Geneseo, and then moved into South Buffalo. Okay, yeah, right. So right off West Abbott. Seneca, area, yep. Right? yep, and then now I am buying a house in West Seneca, so now I'm going, I was, I was Buffalo for a little bit, and now I'm back to suburbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got a taste of different areas. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Never lived downtown. That would have been so cool. But your sister lives downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you get to experience. Where does she live? She lived right downtown, like right off Elmwood for a while. And now yeah, she lives nice. closer to Buff State. Oh, cool. Right next to Wegmans. Yeah, nice. Right yeah, I, to, I don't live too there. far from Buff State. I'm like, uh, well, I guess that's kind of far. I'm down Richmond okay. on, on a Vermont street, so. So now everyone listening to the podcast can find you. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's a long street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say my address. Oh, by the way, thank you to anyone who listened to our first podcast, the 21 of you. Um, yeah, thank you. Although that number is not really accurate because I'm pretty sure I listened to it like five times. So, Wow, I've listened to it nine. Yeah. <gasps> Tessa. I haven't listened to it yet. I should get on that, I guess. It's okay. We're learning. We're learning. I didn't listen to it, honestly. Oh, I was thanks, told that Lauren. I was told that this was the first episode, so I didn't know I had to do well, prep first work. Guest. First guest, oh yeah, yeah. my bad. <laughs> first episode with uh, Lauren. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a little bit aggressive, but I, I was like, <laughs> whatever, I'll show up. I'll show up 15 minutes late and get lost. It's okay. It's no, fine. I think it, it's a good a good introduction to having guests on here. Yeah. Um, what other companies? Because I remember I was looking at your LinkedIn. And I saw that you worked for. The Botanical Gardens, and I know Tessa said <laughs> that uh, it may not have been the best experience, but the Botanical Gardens is a cool place. Yes. So, do you have anything to say about that? That in a good, in the good note? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, last night I had wine night with two of my friends from the Botanical Gardens. Oh, great. Like the people who work there are very kind. Yeah, yeah. And the position I was in was weird, mm-hmm. so they hired me to do the gift shop coordination. And they told me 90% of my job would be marketing, though. And I just didn't get to really do any marketing. And I wanted that to be part of what I was able to do. And the gift shop coordination was also not really how it was presented to me in my interview, which I think that it was a growing position and they were figuring out what it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I left, I had an exit interview. And like I said, I had a wine night with my friends last night. And they said that the position looks completely different now. They took a lot of my suggestions. But it just, the way it was designed while I was there, it was not beneficial to me or the gardens. It was just a waste of my talent. And like, it was just, it didn't make sense. Right. But the gardens itself, they, 
there's a lot of weird stuff. Like, I could talk about the weird cultural aspects a lot, but all in all, like, the people who work there are great. It's a nonprofit that is really heavy on education. Mm-hmm. Like, the education department there is really dedicated. Yeah. The um, the head of the education, the, the director of education has been working there for, like, seven or eight years. She has her master's in botany, something like that. Yeah. Some horticulture, botany. I don't really re- Some planty thing. I feel like botany makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. And she went to ESF. So oh, like, great. Yeah. She did all She did all the right stuff. So she has the education background and, like, the plant background. And she's so perky and fun. And I don't know. Yeah. It's great. It's it, Especially if you want to do education or if you want an internship, it's a really good pr- place yeah, for that. Yeah, someone from Canitas. Yeah. Yeah, I worked, I worked with someone with from Leah? Yeah. 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 Yeah, she worked with Leah. Shout out to Leah. She like made videos and stuff, right? Yeah, she was great. Yeah, that, she's cool. I felt so guilty leaving her, but I was like, well. So you were just there before this new job. Yeah, I was just yeah. there. Oh, cool. I think the Botanical Gardens are so cool. I've only been there once, but I felt like I was just like lost in this different like world. I felt it was almost like I went to Jurassic Park or something. Yeah. Because it's just, have you been there, Tessa? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Yeah, and it's in really South nice. Buffalo, right? It's uh, Yeah, it's, it's so close to my house. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, nice what's walk. What's the Basilica? Yes, the Basilica's near? right there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's uh, botanical gardens are just thick this place where they bring a bunch of plants from all over the world and trees and stuff. And it's mostly, at least in that one uh, domed area, it's all... Trees. Yeah. So yeah, it's well. If I'm gonna be uh, particular, <laughs> well, please. Sorry. It's the palm dome, and the they're palm all dome. Palm. They're palms. Oh, they're palms. So the difference between a tree and a palm is a palm is kind of it doesn't have the rings of a tree. Ah. So okay. if you ever want to go you. on a guided tour, they'll explain all of that to you. <laughs> I'll, like sip my wine. Yeah. Actually, it's a palm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a palm. <laughs> I heard call that it a palm they're tree. doing um, the light. Yeah, Lumagination. Yeah, I want to go to that. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, Yeah. it's now. It's like now to like February, March, and they have happy hour too where you can sip some wine. Yeah. And you go, this is at the Botanical Gardens. Yeah, and it's nighttime, and it's all like um, neon lights. I don't know. It sort of looks like Avatar at Disney, like the Flight of Passage, and not the Flight of Passage, but just like the land, Avatar Did you do that? Did you go on that ride? That's Yeah, pretty amazing. Did you do the Star Wars one? Yeah, Rise of the Resistance, yeah. That was I heard that's really cool. Woke up at five for it. Oh man. Yep. Have you seen the, the new one? No. The new Star Wars. Watch the movie or watch the Gone on the Ride. The, no, the the movie. Have you watched? Oh it? yeah. I haven't. Seen I haven't seen spoiler. it. No, I no seen comment. It <laughs> you didn't like it. You no were, comment. You were of the group of people <laughs> who were, didn't like it. Really? Well, because know. they they really they really did it right. Like they really went for it. They were like, "We're this is how we're ending it," and they went for it. Is what I heard. There, there are some things I really enjoyed about it, and some things I was like. Not yeah. pleased. I, it was oh, just, I gotta go see it. Uh, there's, and I think that the more casual fan that doesn't want to like get into it would be like, that's fine. But there was just this one thing that happened, and it's not the one thing everyone else is mad about. It's a different one thing that happened that I was like, no, like that's literally people not who the, are listening to this. No. If they didn't see it. They're like, <laughs> they're like, what is she talking? Yeah, about? people I who did see it are what you're talking about. <laughs> also, people who saw it are probably like girl's crazy or they <laughs> oh, yeah, agree with okay. you i bet they agree with you yeah i guess i'll but, do that this weekend see so, yeah, yeah. So then i can understand what you're talking about <laughs> there's oh man and maybe i i think yeah no i'm, I'm done no comment i <laughs> yeah, tried to we, say no comment then i commented it's okay it's okay <laughs> no i pulled it out of you mm. we got it no but um that 
Botanical Gardens event looks really cool, and I want to check it out. It is. It is a pretty cool event. So I will give you the advice from a former worker. Go on a weeknight. It's mm-hmm. going to be less crowded. Ooh, you can okay. spend a lot more time going and looking at things. You guys are college kids. You could just go on a day that you could sleep in a little extra. They don't do it every weeknight, but on the weeknights, it's a lot less busy. Mm-hmm. How much are the tickets, you know? Oh, not off the top of my head. Oh. They they were debating the prices while I was leaving, and I don't remember what they are now. <laughs> um, how about happy hour? Do you know what that like? Yeah, so the happy hour. Is it hour, worth it? Uh, I don't think it's an additional cost. Okay. Uh, um, again, this was things that they were ironing out when I was yeah, leaving, yeah, so yeah. you should definitely just look into it. <laughs> but you can go, the happy hour is in a separate building, so you can go over there and see what's going on. There's going to be um, you, live entertainment most nights, so like someone playing guitar or a clown or I don't know, yeah. <laughs> someone doing something. And then you can buy drinks, or they mm. m- might bring a food truck in so you can get food. And So there's just like a little added piece and i don't think it's any additional cost unless you're getting the alcohol or food and then yeah you would walk over to the uh entrance and you could walk through the whole exhibit it's supposed to be really cool i feel bad because i can't give it an appropriate shout out but there is a place in blaisdell on south park in blaisdell that has a bunch of like geodes and fossils and stuff and they donated oh. a bunch of them not donated to keep but like donated to like d- have displays right in mm. the one room like they make it they put made glass blocks when you like walking on fossils and like i, I don't would know love to see so it cool. seems really really cool. I, again i didn't go yet but it seems really cool and i'm going to be going mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh wow weeknights though <laughs> good tip good tip since you've been uh, like after college, post college, like an adult who's lived in this area, are there any things like is there anything about the city that is like stuck out to you or things that you're particularly into rather like other than um, like your marketing jobs and uh, roller derby? Yeah, I so when I worked downtown, it was so fun how walkable there was. It was there was so much to do, and you can just. You can walk to get food, entertainment. Like you, I walked down to Shays and d- tried to get um, Wicked tickets the one time, and I got them when you do the raffle. What's oh, the, the lottery. Raffle? The lottery. Yeah. Nice. I was like, eh, I might as well go. I literally walked from work down to Shays, won the li- Wicked lottery, so it was like $25 a ticket or something, and like got food at Expo the expo market oh, and I then what the like, other day. it's so it's so cool that you're able to do that in such a small city where you can still just bump into people you know all the time mm-hmm. and i feel like when it gets bigger like the uniqueness changes but i love the way that you can or like you can hop on the metro and like go down to canal side and then come back down like it's just i feel like the whole downtown area is so fun there's so many good bars coffee shops, all that kind of stuff. I think that's really an interesting point that you said as it grows, the uniqueness changes because I think people have this perception and whether or not Keep Buffalo a secret uh, that mural like meant to portray this, but it was like, it will only be this way as long as it's just us who get to experience it. But I think that that's, I don't think that's true because yeah, as sometimes as things grow, things grow, they become more capitalist and you know it just gets to how are we gonna you know get capture the most eyes or get the most people but like that comes with a lot of great things i think so i think that's like where buffalo could be headed 
headed <laughs> headed is that like yeah it might be growing and it might be have these qualities of a more big city that's like a little bit more obnoxious but it will always have that like unique that original unique feel to it and like that that like uh that deep love for it i think that people have and i think that's that's a that's an interesting um future to, to look yeah, forward never to really thought of that. yeah but so you know what i mean a lot of people and it's with anything it, as it grows, it's just like, oh, it's just going to be, there's going to be more traffic or it's going yeah. to be more of this. And while those things are true, I think it's also, there's also a lot of these little parts that get lost in that, that yeah. still exists. And I think if it wasn't thriving and growing, it wouldn't have that walkable feel. Like right. it has to continue to develop and look different. Like when I was younger, you couldn't have walked around to do as much as you can do now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could have sure. gone to TGI Fridays and then gone to Shays. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I yeah. mean, that's that's that just shows you how much it's changed, too, because it's like nobody who's downtown is going to go to TGI Fridays now. They're going to go to the, you know, dozens and dozens of cool options that are also down there. So, yeah. Toutant. I want to go there. I love Toutant. Yeah. Some, that's a restaurant I want to try. You still haven't gone? No, I haven't. Yeah. I was oh supposed to go for God. your birthday, but plans changed, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> plans changed because I forgot to um, be like, hey, we have 15 people coming. That cool? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, so I got to try that. But you also, yeah, since working in the Buffalo area, you've gotten to know like the cool restaurants and coffee shops. Because when I hung out with you, you showed me one coffee shop over winter. Yeah, over winter. And I feel like not a lot of people know about that coffee shop. That's what it's called, of. over winter? It's called over winter. That's it's, awesome. Where is that? It is right near the Gold Dome m and Oh. On Maine. That's yeah. such a cool name. I thought you were saying that she took you over winter. I was like, it's oh. still winter, Tessa. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, Noah, it's called over winter. Gosh. Oh. No, yeah. Over and winter plug. Yeah. <laughs> they they roast yeah. their own beans. They're, oh, my gosh. Oh. You know, like, the people. They're and very personal. I know them because I go there. It's not because, like, I knew them ahead of time. Yeah. And they so I actually really recommend this. If you're interested in coffee, probably, like, once a quarter-ish they offer the a brewing class and it's oh about an gosh. hour and a half and they teach you about like how to the different way you grind beans can make the coffee taste different how different the amount of time that you steep it makes it different how you do it as a pour over like the agitation so whether you're doing it as a pour over or as a french press or all these like, i need this class it's I know I so good the that's class amazing. is amazing and that's the thing like you just find these things along here in buffalo it's so cool Oh it was gosh. such a fun class, and you got to taste Wait, so you much took coffee. That class without me. <laughs> I got invited. Actually, some of my roller derby I'm friends invited me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, where is is the class in the kitchen? Because it's a small place. Um, no, it's on the. It's just like at the counter. They. Oh, it's when okay. it's closed, so they close, so there's not people coming in to order coffee, and then they they only offer it to ten people at a time because it's a pretty small place. It was really fun. Yeah, they've been All right, coffee. so Overwinter is at 9 Genesee Street. For those of you who want to check it out, maybe I'll see you there. Let's go to this class. Yeah. I want yeah. to go. I want to do that so bad. That sounds so awesome. Yeah, and I there was like, I thought I liked coffee. Like, I worked at a Starbucks. Like, I thought I knew these things. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I still haven't figured out my French press. I still, there's like too many grounds in it. And then I like, I saw like, do it more like less fine and then it like won't taste the same so it's hard yeah yeah oh my gosh 
yeah, the people were really nice there, and absolutely, and it's it's small. It's like yeah, so you, small. there's no real seating area. It's just like two benches. Yeah, in the summer it's nice. They have these really cute like blue colored uh, little tables out front. Oh yeah, I love the colors. Yeah, it's a good color. But they're actually opening another location on Elmwood. Oh, date opening date to be announced. <laughs> That's perfect. That'll be that'll do so well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like no matter what you open on Elmwood, it's like well, I guess that's not true because there's places that have failed there, but yeah. But yeah. the unique, it, they have the unique. They have the friendliness, the coffee. Oh, yeah, the, it's very welcoming, warm. Yeah, they're really they can. The name is cool. Yeah, they are really Na- good. I'm sold on the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great location. I just think it's like sort of like a hidden gem. Absolutely, that's what it feels and like because it, you you don't really see it from Main Street. It goes off a little. Yeah. So yeah, Genesee, but it face basically feels like a Main Street business. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Well, you heard it here, folks. Over winter, it's <laughs> what you're gonna get with the What the Buff podcast. We're gonna talk about roller derby, botanical gardens, happy hour, coffee shops. You name it, we got it. You name it, we got it. Well said, Tessa. All right. Well, I think unless you guys got anything else, we'll wrap it up. We're at around 30 minutes here. We're doing we're well good. with yeah. that. Thank you so much, Lauren, yeah, for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Kai- you for having me. Loren. Kai Loren. I will yeah. never forget that. Yeah, thank you. I learned a lot, even though I've known you my whole life. Yeah, look at that. Thank you all for listening to episode two of What the Buff. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Peace out.